Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Right, welcome to a special episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it is our second monthly edition of our Trailers Roundup. We did this for the first time last month for the movies coming out in August, and now it is time to look at the movies coming out in September. We've got six trailers that we're going to look at and just do a couple of puzzle pieces each just based on what we think these movies look like they're going to possibly be inspired by based on their trailers and just the general uh, synopsis and what's known about them so far going into it. And then we'll see. Some of them we might end up doing full episodes on as we uh, get further into the month of September. And some of them, this might just be all we end up covering them for. So, you know, it's a fun new way of looking at new movies. And I'm always excited to find new ways to grow the show and do new things and new side series like our missing pieces and breaking it apart and all that. And so it's great to uh, find, find new things, new fun things to do with this format. So joining me again is Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year. He did this episode with me last month, and I think he'll probably be kind of a go-to guy for these trailer episodes. He, he likes talking about what's coming soon, and so uh, we had a lot of fun talking about these movies. So I do want to let you know that Awesome Movie Year is currently in its fifth season, 1977, and you should go check that podcast out wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're at it, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together. We are both available on all the podcast apps, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And follow Piecing It Together on social media at PiecingPod. And make sure to join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all of these movies and a whole lot more going on in the world of pop culture. So, without any further ado, let's get into our second trailer episode. All right, joining me for another trailer extravaganza, it's Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year. How's it going, Jason? Hey, it's the same day as every day. <laughs> we're doing that again, huh? We're we're just we're repeating the structure over again. Is that what we're gonna? Do? I mean, in a way, it kind of fits for at least one of the movies that we're uh, talking about today. But uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, it could. Uh, we could be doing this once a month, once a week, once a day. What's the difference anymore, Dave? I feel like, so, 
you messaged me like an hour ago and you were like, do you want to add in any superhero movies? And I, I want to keep this to, uh, you know, the month that's coming up and that way we can kind of theme it around what's coming the next month thing. But it seems like we're going to be talking for the next couple of weeks about this Batman trailer. Do you want to talk about it for a second before we start? Yeah, my favorite thing about the Batman trailer is who would have guessed, Dave, say about like 1983, that you would have been like, hey, guess what? In um, 30 years, all the superhero movies are going to be based on these dark Martin Scorsese <laughs> gritty traumas from the 70s and 80s, you know? Yeah. That's, how, that's insane, isn't it? The big thing with with Joker was, you know, uh, what does it say about society, you know? But what's it say about society when the hero is also based on Taxi Driver? I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, yeah. and Joker obviously had the king of comedy feel and Taxi Driver. This one, you know, we like it looks it looks great. You yeah, know? we'll see. We'll see how uh, how it goes. You're I know you're a Robert Pattinson fanboy. Oh, I sure am. I am. You know, you know what else I liked about the trailer, though, is how it ends. Uh, instead of having a date, it has question mark zero question mark one. I'm guessing a, a, a pun based on all of the shifting release dates right now. Do you think that's what they're going for? I think now? so. I think I think you're right. <laughs> I'm wondering how much darker they can make these superhero movies. because. Between Joker and this one, it's like, uh, you know, at some point he's got to become the villain, right? It's, it seems like. Or? It sure seems like it. I feel like that would fit in very well with uh, with modern politics, with, with, you know, rich people being the bad guys a lot of the time. <laughs> well, well, as you know, on uh, Awesome Movie Year, we just covered New York, New York, not our favorite Scorsese movie. So maybe there will be some type of superhero musical coming up based on that one that we can mm. all look forward to. I I think I think that's in the stars, hopefully. But uh, let's get on to some of these movies. I, I had a lot of fun last month doing this, and I, I we've got six movies to talk about today. The first trailer we're going to talk about is a movie called Critical Thinking that's coming out September fourth. Uh, I'm unsure if it's going to be VOD same day as theatrical, but they are trying to do a theatrical, and then I'm assuming VOD the same time. It's directed by John Leguizamo and stars him, and what do you think about this one? It's kind of a drama, a little different from anything that we were covering last month. Yeah, this is that typical, like, adult in... um... Maybe it's a little different because, you know, th- there is no white savior in this one, but this mm-hmm. is the like savior going into the inner city, teaching the kids a skill they might not otherwise realize they had and like sure. then fighting an administration, you know, to let these kids like reach their potential with it. In this case, it's chess. And um, there are some cool stories about like chess clubs around the countries in inner cities. Like, I mean, this is based on a true story, right? Where, right. you know, if people have access they can succeed and um really really showcase um amazing skills so um eh, doesn't this i think we've seen this movie seven thousand times before we have and i'm curious i mean he has only directed one other movie a tv movie like 15 16 years ago i'm wondering what made him decide like you know aside from money but this is the movie to to direct to direct for myself but i guess we'll find out what what do you think like obviously you're kind of skating around a puzzle piece there with the whole uh white savior coming to the inner city kind of thing even though he's not white in this but what do you think as far as uh possible puzzle pieces here yeah if we want to start with them and there's so many of those you know white savior ones i and i've never seen this movie but 
I freedom writers with mm-hmm. uh, Hillary Swank, where she goes and doesn't she start like a poetry club or something like that? Uh, yeah, or a creative writing club. You know, all things that minorities would never know about unless a nice white <laughs> suburban lady came in, right? Right. <laughs> uh, so that's that was the first one that um, that came to mind. But there's so many. You could just throw a dart at the uh, white savior billboard and pick any one of them. Sure. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I from on mine, I have Dangerous Minds, which, of course, is like the classic sure. of that, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's... I think it's well-intentioned and, you know, we'll see if there's any kind of twist on that story that's being, you know, explored here, but otherwise it's, you know, a well-intentioned average thing. Well, I mean, you know, we're giving the genre a lot of crap because of it, but like the real people who actually go and um, start like a chess club in places that don't have them, they're awesome. Like we like that, you know? So it's like, it's just, it did, this one does look very paint by numbers of like, you know, what the administration can give X amount of money to football, but I can't take these kids on a chess trip to ex- expand their minds. You know, so. can you believe it? Well, do, do you have any other uh, any other pieces for? This yeah, one? I mean, going the other way. I mean, I was thinking we should we should go for a, a chess movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, the one I picked was Fresh from the nineties. You know, um, and uh, it's it's a cool indie um, young prodigy chess movie, you know, that also has some inner city elements. Sure. Yeah, that was actually my other one as well. So I I totally and it's funny, I hadn't seen that movie since it came out and I had to like rack my brain trying to figure out what it was. I was like Googling like chess, inner city, like trying to figure it out. I couldn't remember the name of it. Like that's how long it had been. But but yeah, I remember that being like a good movie at the time. And it's, you know, interesting topic. Well, admittedly, I never saw it, so but I did know the name of it. So I mean, go. you could have gone searching for Bobby Fisher. You could have gone the Blind Side. Something. There's a few other op- interesting or ones that kind of fit this one. Music from the heart, you know, sure. all that stuff. So, um, uh, this this is. I know you're doing this in kind of chronological order of what's coming out. When I thought of all the ones we're covering. This month, this is the the one I could care about the least. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, but let's move on to the next one, which also looks just okay. But <laughs> on, on the same day, September 4th, uh, coming to VOD, it's called The Owners. And it is a, uh, a horror movie uh, written and directed by Julius Berg. Uh, the only person I recognize that stars in it is Maisie Williams, but... Um, it, it looks like this kind of like home invasion kind of thriller that gets twisted and turned on its head. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I was interested in it. I think it looks okay. Like you said, it's a bunch of young teens trying to rob a, they go and they rob the wrong house and they have to pay the price, man. That's so. right. That's what, that's what happens when you mess with the wrong old people. Yeah. Yeah. And there's <laughs> some, it seems like there might be a supernatural element in this one. We'll, we'll see. So. Possibly. What do you got for your uh, pieces on this one? Okay, I'm going to pick um, an underrated movie of uh, young robbers, I'd say. Uh, the Bling Ring, Sofia Coppola, nice, a couple yeah. of years back, um, which you know tells the story of uh, teenagers in the Hollywood Hills robbing other rich people. Um, and it doesn't really get turned on them like this thing does, although I think a bunch of them went to jail or whatnot. But um, 
That movie's great, and we know she's got a new one coming out with Bill Murray soon, so um, sure. that'll be cool. But uh, The Bling Ring was the first one I thought of. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first one I thought of, you said, you know, young robbers and gets turned on their head. Like, that is an exact setup for Fetty Alvarez's Don't Breathe, which I think is a very solid, as far as modern, like, horror movie concepts go, I think it it really... It really delivered on the promise of its concept, and hopefully this does too. Hopefully it, it has some interesting directions and unpredictable directions that it goes and stuff like that. And yeah, Don't Breathe, my first one. I don't know that movie. I like that you picked it because I'm not familiar with it. And I'm like, how did I even miss that this is a thing? It's, so, a, it's a messed up movie. <laughs> cool. Well, look, if you want to talk about messed up movies where people try to um, invade other people's homes and they get their comeuppance, the original, the OG of it, the all-time classic, Sam Peckinpah's Straw Dogs, that is one of my favorite movies. And man, do those people get theirs in that throughout the movie. Yeah, I think that has to be an inspiration for anyone making home invasion movies. Yeah, so um, I know they did a remake a few years ago, which I didn't see, and I could see one like the impetus to do it, but two like the original is so amazing. And can you Im- imagine? I think it was like '68. Can you imagine when that came out? And you're like, what? This what? could happen. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you can make a movie like this. So like that. That uh, that's just a, a, a highly, highly, highly recommended film. So my other uh, piece that I was going to mention, not as highly recommended, but it is M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit, which a lot of people really seem to like. Like, it was kind of hailed as a return to form for him. I didn't like it that much, but just the idea of the of a horror movie where the, the, the villains, the things to be scared of, are these seemingly, you know, like, quaint old people, but they're creepy as hell. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, because on my list that I didn't say um, was Get Out for that same kind of reason where it's like, sure. These people seem so normal. And then, um, you know, there's no robbery. The, the people in get out are just horrible racists, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but they seem like nice, normal people at the beginning. Right. So yeah. that was similar, um, thinking right there, Dave. So. Awesome. Awesome. I also I- felt a little panic room. Did you get that? Yes, absolutely. I was almost going to put that on my list. Yeah. We will look at keep, us. We'll, We're we'll in, keep it in, in there. sync right now. We're mind melding today. This is great. <laughs> well, uh, next- let's see if Dave can even get through the talking about this next one without uh, having some type of sexual climax here. <laughs> I'm excited to see what happens. My number one most anticipated <laughs> movie of the year, of course. I'm thinking of ending things from Charlie Kaufman. Coming out September 4th on Netflix of all places. Um, but I I cannot wait. This is this is first movie since 2015's Anomalisa, which itself was something he didn't even really want to make at first. Like he was kind of almost forced to make that. Whereas his last like full ground up project was Synecdoche, New York in 2008, which is just absolutely insane that it's been that long. Uh, but it looks like it's totally Charlie Kaufman. It, even though it's it's adapted from a book, it still looks like it's completely got him all over it. It's got that weirdness, that just total strange. And even though this one's going to go a little more horror than his other projects, it's also just looks like it's going to be funny and weird and just very Charlie Kaufman. 
It does. I didn't really get a horror vibe from it, but um, yeah, this was a tough one to put pieces there unless you're counting other pieces of him, you sure. know, but I tried not to do that. So, but yeah, we're all excited for it. And Anomalisa was a good movie, by the way. Oh, hell yeah, um, it was. Yeah. So um, the first one that I thought of is an actual a movie that you and I have covered this year on your podcast, piecing it together. Because, it, you know, what is going on? This is very interesting because, Dave, at the beginning we joked or I joked about how every day feels the same and everything. Mm -hmm. This kind of time loopy thing is very much in the zeitgeist right now. I think so. Of, it is. And all this stuff was made before the pandemic. So it's so, so strange that that's happening. But so Palm Springs was my first one. Awesome. Yeah, I could I could see that. Just like that that just being stuck and there's no way out of that kind of a strange situation where you're just not sure what's up and what's down kind of thing. But yeah, it is weird that we're getting a lot of that uh during this particular moment in time. And yeah, that's a very interesting thing. Uh my first one is a movie we discussed on your podcast this year. It is Eraserhead. And I thought of the whole dinner sequence uh, with the way that it's just super weird meeting the family here in uh, with with Tony Collette and um, David Thewlis. And yeah, so I, I, that's a movie that I had not watched like really ever. Like I, I think I said on the show, like I think I had watched it back when I was a kid or something, but it had been forever. Uh, but obviously it's freaking weird as hell. <laughs> Yeah, you can't out weird eraser head, so don't even try. <laughs> so um I want to either I'm gonna go in one of two directions. Can I do a TV show or can, do you want me to stick with films here? You could do a TV show if you want. I got a TV show on one of my upcoming ones, so Okay. Well, I mentioned Russian Doll before, which is, you know, great and everyone should watch it. So that was one, but the other one which I'm in the middle of, which is amazing, and I know um, we have mutual compadres who like it is dark on Netflix, the German show. Hmm. Um, holy cow. I can't get enough of this thing. It is so good. It's this kind of supernatural time travely twisting tale of missing people and, uh, murder. And every episode is better than the last. It's just the best, the best show like I've seen in, well, since Watchmen, so which was also awesome and some somewhat plays with time and space also. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I have heard great things about it and sounds like it kind of strikes a similar tone here. Watch it. And I know I shouldn't have to say this to film people, but watch it with the subtitles. You will have no problem staying on pace with them and, you know, let the German actors really uh, express themselves because... Um, it's awesome. It's a, it's amazing. Wait, does it give you an option for like dubbed? Is that why you're? Yeah. Asking? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. Oh, okay. Well, the other uh, piece I was going to point to is Hereditary because we've got Tony Collette going back into creepy, crazy mom mode for this, and so that'll be fun to see because that performance is just so amazing. And I gave you, uh, you know, a little, a little jostling there at the beginning. But we all like Charlie Kaufman, and um, this looks great. This looks like so just out there. I'm very excited for this. So. Me, me too, man. Me too. So the next movie, another Netflix film, and this one is just absolutely stacked with its cast. It's called The Devil All the Time. It's coming out uh, September 16th, and it looks like some kind of like 
like Southern Gothic horror, not horror, but like thriller kind of a uh, situation. A lot of like uh, religious undertones and uh, just over the topness, like with the performances. And I don't know, it just, it looks absolutely fantastic. But I'm a little worried though, because this is the kind of movie that I look forward to so much. But then when it's like a streaming exclusive, it kind of, I worry like maybe it doesn't get all of the, uh, you know, the development time that it needs and stuff like that. Hopefully, hopefully it comes out fully baked. Um, I'm going to disagree with you. I think, you know, Netflix has proven that they let the creators really showcase, uh, the stories they, they want to tell as they want to tell them. So, Hopefully. Um, I know you're looking for excuses because it's got <laughs> Robert Pattinson in there and you can't let, um, you know, what was he team Edward? Was he team Edward? I don't know. I don't so, even know but, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, but he looks like he's. He's definitely um, not going for any subtlety in his performance. No, honestly. not at all. So, he knows what kind of character he's playing. He's going so, for it. Well, so you mentioned the religious undertones, and it kind of had this kind of uh, even cultish feeling to it. So my first uh, pick was uh, The Master, Paul Thomas Anderson, which um, also environment plays a big part in that. And you could tell on this, the environment's essential to it. So I didn't love that movie. I know it's so, it's so polarizing. Like people Mm -hmm. either love it or just like, what the heck, bro? Um, I was one of the, what the heck broke people, but um, (laughs) this definitely had those type of uh, same type of feelings for me. Yeah, definitely uh, a little bit of the master. I could see that, uh, especially, Philip Seymour Hoffman's performance and what what uh, Robert Pattinson is doing kind of feel like they're that same kind of go for brokenness of them. Uh, also, maybe a little bit of there will be blood in there as well, as far as setting is concerned. But I, speaking of Philip Seymour Hoffman, I'm gonna go with the movie Doubt, uh, where there is a religious figure who you know may or may not be involved in something you know terrible and uh, the you know, it's really played close to the vest, the mystery of it all of, you know, what exactly is going on. And I think that this is going to be some, uh, like the kind of movie that keeps you guessing the whole runtime. That's a memorable film. I know that's based on the play. I forget if it was John Patrick Shanley or, you know, Stoddard or whoever it was. Mm. Um, But yeah, that is a memorable film. And what I also like about that movie is that, um, the ending is open for interpretation. Right. So, yeah. Which, great. Um, you know, this, this could be as well. We'll have to see. Yeah. So, um, my next puzzle piece is a great movie that again, utilizes this kind of environment um, to the hilt. And I feel like there is like, we don't really know, but there's definitely some type of crime element in this movie. So I went with uh, Taylor Sheridan, hell or high water. Nice. Yeah, I could totally see that, and uh, I w- I was almost gonna go with um with a little bit not Tyler Sheridan who's the the other guy uh, Jeff Nichols like that kind of same kind of Southern feeling you know yeah mud or whatever yeah yeah so and, I, and I, Hell or High Water is more Western or Southwestern this sure. looks like straight Southern but I know what you're saying you're yeah mud or something like that is it really fits an environment. 
yeah, I have a feeling it's going to have a great score too. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm I was also that. thinking like that first season of True Detective. That's my next piece. <laughs> oh, I ruined it. Sorry about it. It's all that. good. All good. But yeah, no, you get exactly that. The the Southern Gothic thriller and, uh, you know, definitely the, like you said, the setting absolutely is a major part of it. And it looks like there might maybe be some kind of metaphysical kind of stuff mixed into the plot here. So uh, I guess we'll find out though. Yeah, that uh, first season, uh, masterful. And, uh, you know, I don't know if anyone can top the performances by McConaughey and Harrelson in this thing. But we'll, uh, hey, man, good good stuff coming to Netflix in September, huh? Absolutely. I, I got to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, next up, this one is going to be on VOD on September 18th, it's a comedy, our first comedy of this thing. Uh, well, straight comedy anyway. Uh, but it's called Kajillionaire, and it looks like it's about a kind of uh, messed up family who gets into uh, some criminal elements in order to make money because that is what's the most important thing in life, after all, is being a kajillionaire. So <laughs> what do you think of this trailer? Oh, my God, it looks so good. I didn't think anything would... Um... If you were like, here are the six, and one of them's a Charlie Kaufman thing, right? And right. I don't, I wouldn't think like anything would excite me as much as that, but I'm just as excited for this one. Miranda July, right? Um, very good storyteller. Um, just the uh, color palette that she plays with is, it, it looks, this just looks awesome. I can't wait for this, dude. So, um, so the first one I picked was um, one of the more fun. Um, films about crime and and capers and uh that was uh steven spielberg's catch me if you can sure yeah i could see that having fun with the whole getaway and the we don't know exactly how much it's going to lean into the uh the criminal element how much it's going to lean into the family element until we see this thing but yeah it's 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 interesting to see how it's going to go there yeah, I just thought like, you know, they did a good job of making the quote unquote bad guy like a very likable good guy. Right. And like, I really like all the people that I, um, they all seem like super interesting in this movie. So that, sure. that's why I picked that. So uh, I'm going to go for my first piece uh, with something one of the characters says in the trailer, which is my favorite movies are the Ocean's Eleven movies. And so I went you are so 11. lazy. I was <laughs> hoping you wouldn't do that. Boo. <laughs> Come on. It works. Boo. It works. Booed. I haven't seen the movie yet. I got to go with what I'm, what, what I'm given here, you know? <laughs> Ugh, I'm booing you on this pick. <laughs> Well, what do you got for your next one then? Screw it. Moving okay, on. Okay, fine. If you want it. So my thought was like, okay, here's um, a film about a family that commits crime together, right? Mm -hmm. So I went with uh, Animal Kingdom, a very uh, far more uh, rugged and mm -hmm. rough uh, film that was adapted to American TV, but we're talking about the Australian uh, based on a true story uh, indie film from a couple of years ago. and. Uh, it's it's raw and dirty and uh it, it's good and um they don't mention it in the trailer here so i actually did my work i you gotta watch the trailer again i think that they had like a poster in the background or something <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. uh the other one i was gonna bring up is uh when richard jenkins is talking about like skimming a little bit of money off the top and all that i just thought of the uh the office space and their whole little get rich quick scheme and so you know and just like the kind of just messed up 
comedy crime thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was going to go, actually, until you uh, said Ocean's Eleven because you angered me. Um, <laughs> I was going to go with Lady Bird because of the family dynamics there. Oh, but, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of the feeling of this family, for sure. Right, so I think Office Space is a much more inspired pick for you, Dave. And, oh, uh, thank you. I'm just going to give you Lady Bird or American Animals as your other pick. <laughs> beautiful beautiful well what one more movie to look at and that is a movie i didn't realize it was on our list i didn't realize it was just a teaser that's out so far i mean it's coming out in less than a month but uh september 23rd netflix is enola holmes a uh, spin on the sherlock holmes story with it's sherlock holmes's sister right so um like this to me is so smart it's just so easy and it's like a one sentence thing and like you get the whole movie from like we watched a one minute teaser and it was like oh duh why hasn't anyone done this before you right. know yeah like and it looks like it could be fun maybe it won't be who knows but um it looks it looks fun you know so yeah. um yeah i thought yeah you're right it's Sherlock Holmes' sister, so I'm sure your first pick is Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes. But <laughs> Well, l- listen here, okay? I'll go first then in that case, okay? Well, I don't I, have it on my list, so it doesn't matter. I can, you know, do whatever you want. So. Look, I wasn't going to go with Sherlock Holmes specifically, but Guy Ritchie, just as a genre, I was going to go with because it's got a lot of that just fast-paced you know, quick cutting kind of thing that Guy Ritchie does in a lot of his movies. So yes, Guy Ritchie, yes, Sherlock Holmes, but that's not the piece. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think somehow you've saved that one. I got my digging on you, but you also, you know, uh, handled yourself nicely. Thanks. So I did something similar, but I was like, Oh, I like this idea of, um, someone's, you know, a uh, famous person's sibling. So I went with Fred Claus, so, <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> which uh, I don't think anyone in the world likes. But, um, you know, hey, Enola Holmes and Fred Claus, perfect couple in today's world, right? Jason Harris, Fred Claus fan. I, no, no, uh, that's not what I said, Dave. <laughs> I'm not recommending that or Freedom Riders in this. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, well, yeah, I could totally see... Uh, finding the less famous sibling and making a movie about that by the way i i don't know i don't know if you're much of a reader is, is this a character like a real character from the books i don't i know. am a reader but i'm not a reader of uh sir arthur conan doyle so oh, okay. i can't answer that um but it, it's played by millie bobby brown here and um she looks just delightful and she's so much fun in stranger things so and hey man when is stranger things coming back i'm ready you know what i still haven't watched the third season so well now's the time dave you have yeah, the time i guess so well uh my my other piece i mean i was just gonna go with obviously some kind of a gender swapped action movie and i figured oceans eight would be kind of the perfect one for that as far as you know the kind of tone and the the fun action kind of over the topness there you go dave and they didn't mention the ocean movies in the preview so i think that's a valid pick here so all right great i redeemed myself multiple times i think here (laughs) all right if that's how you see it um okay my last pick is from again it's a Sofia Coppola day here for Jason Harris. Um, did you notice the background music in this uh, teaser here? I didn't. What was it? It seemed like some type of classical 100, 200, years, ta- 200 years ago take on, uh, on Hole. So make me over. Oh, da-da, yeah. Da-da, da-da, right? 
that uh, yeah you're 100 percent right i did i did notice that but didn't notice that so yeah no that's great i love that and if i'm not mistaken marie antoinette did a lot of that stuff sure uh dude talk about an underrated movie that is worth re-watching huh um yeah. and is beautiful to look at so and also this kind of has that you know um young female ingenue um kind of protagonist um Marie Antoinette no spoilers here did not solve any crimes in her film but um that that's why the music made me brought me back to Marie Antoinette so I went with that so for sure for sure well we'll be talking about Sofia Coppola more next month when we do this series again uh with her new movie that's coming to uh, Apple TV but I think that does it for today. Uh, Jason, you watch anything recently you want to recommend to our listeners? You know, have we talked about, Dave, any of the ones that we watched from last month on the list? Because you watched most of them, right? Sure. I, we, we could make that a part of this. I mean, we did episodes on, uh, you and I did an American Pickle, and then... Neither of us liked it. Yeah, neither of us liked it. The Tax Collector, I did an episode on. It was not very good. Um, what else was there? We, Tesla, we I'm hoping to watch maybe tomorrow, actually. I hear it's pretty good. Um, uh, I'll wait for your review on that. We both watched, um, I used to go here, which we thought pretty was just kind of, eh, yeah, yeah, like it's a familiar premise that didn't deliver. Right. And, uh, I don't know, was there anything else that from our list on the last month there? What was the, other? oh, Spinster, I still haven't watched. Um, and Project Me Power. Neither. Uh, yeah, Project you Power, did watch that one. Yeah, I, I had I had the exact kind of fun with Project Power that I expected to on our trailer episode. It was dumb as hell, but it had its moments as just a silly, over-the-top action movie. Well, I mean, it seemed... Honestly, I would watch five out of the six of these very happily. I don't really want to watch Critical Thinking, which mm. even as a title, it's like, really? You know, but <laughs> um, I think... Um, and two of these I'm super excited for. Have I watched anything great recently... Well, I'm, I, I mentioned dark. That's kind of where I'm at right now, just kind sure. of immersed in dark. So um, I think that's it for me recently, Dave. So sadly, I, uh, you know, I'm like you. I had to catch up on the Bill and Ted movies. I, I, I don't usually do a recommendation, but uh, I was talking to you before we hit record about that Pen15, which uh, is coming back this month in September. So uh, that's yeah, my so recommendation. Yeah, we're, so we're both talking about streaming series, um, yeah. which is interesting neither of us have uh recommended movies but we're stuck in a pandemic jason <laughs> we, Dude, I'm with we need you. all the I mean, content I, we can get <laughs> i'm waiting for you know it to get dark out so i can continue watching my show because i don't want to watch it while it's light out you know? there you go <laughs> but uh no hey that's good dave it's always good and uh We'll do this again today, tomorrow, next month, whatever. It's the same thing, right? <laughs> well, since it is another day, why don't you tell people about Awesome Movie Year again? Uh, awesome Movie Year. Each season we cover a different year. Go over why it was an Awesome Movie Year. And each episode's dedicated to a different movie of that year. We do the biggest box office hit, the biggest box office flop. Both Dave, myself, and uh my other co-host there dave's more of a producer and a chimer in but it's me and josh bell the film critic we all do personal picks we have cult classics super fun stuff award winners in there and you know kind of uh you know even an audience choice at the end of the year so we'd love your votes uh you can find us on social media awesomemovieyear.com awesome movie year on facebook and instagram awesome movie pod on twitter i'm jason harris comedy on facebook and instagram j harris comedy on twitter and Go for Jason, a website that is definitely stuck in a time loop. Um, that's where you can go. You're getting really good at that. 
<laughs> at least uh, at least one of my skills has improved over time but these are fun dave the, these get a lot of um i like these and i think you know maybe i wouldn't have known about some of these so i appreciate you uh you know doing the research on them. hey i i'm very much having fun with this series and looking forward to next month Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jason Harris about some of these movies that are coming out in September. We've got a lot coming up on the show. I already have like the next two or three weeks of episodes already planned, so we'll see where we can squeeze in some of these new movies that are coming out, but I'm sure we'll at least cover a couple of them. But uh, as always, I want to remind you to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever it is you listen to podcasts, and you know, if you're enjoying the show, maybe rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or wherever you listen to podcasts that has some way to rate us five stars. We'd appreciate that. And you can follow us on social media at PiecingPod, join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, and of course, we also have a Patreon where we post these episodes in advance of them hitting the main feed, and we also have bonus content from Awesome Movie Year, uh, going to be posting later this week, uh, some bonus content from All Rice, No Beans, another podcast that I produce, and also, I've got some bonus content from my music career. I've got a new album coming out in October. It's self-titled. It's just called David Rosen. And I have a bunch of stuff surrounding that release that I'm going to be putting exclusively on the Patreon. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And if you enjoy the show and want to throw a little support our way, we definitely appreciate it if you do that. So patreon.com slash Rosen which is a catch-all for all the stuff that I'm involved in. So uh, other than that, I just want to thank you as always for listening, and I'll close this thing out with a piece of music. And I think, you know what, I've been spending these last few days, uh, you know, at the time of this recording, which is the last week of August, but I, I've been trying to finish up this new album that I'm hoping to put out in October. So I think I'm going to play you a preview of a new track. This is one of the songs from that new album. It is called Beacon, and I hope you enjoy it. So we got more Piecing It Together coming up next week, and new music coming soon. So this is Beacon. Enjoy it. We'll be back soon.
Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.